0: 106 miles to Chicago, we got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit
1: it.
2: Here's something you need to hear about in the mainstream media about President Trump. When he was working to undo the 1994 crime bill by Joe Biden, there was a black woman that came to visit him about her experience being an inmate and giving birth. And while she was giving birth, she was chained to the bed, giving birth, chained to the bed. And because of her story, Donald Trump made sure to include that there was a new law that ends restraints on pregnant inmates in the First Step Act. Joe Biden and Obama could have done this their whole eight years they were in office, but they didn't. So tell
3: me again how he's a racist. He's racist. You terrify me. I think about you all the time. I can't sleep at night. And when I do sleep, you haunt my dreams. I am told you are our biggest threat to democracy. What do you want? What do you want? Me? Wait. Talking, are you talking to me? What what do I want? Uh secure borders. Um no new wars. Uh the right to speak freely and the right to defend myself. Uh Uh, Also, I I don't want to have to be forced to inject myself with something that I don't want in order to keep a job. Um, I think we should keep jobs here in America. I think that would help Americans out. Um, And and babies. I, I think babies in the womb should have a shot at life. So yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I want.
4: You're, you're, terrified.
5: Even if he goes to jail, he'll spin it. He'll make it sound cool, right?
4: <laughs> We're going to jail. We're going to jail so quick. I went in two days. I went in two days. Nobody's ever gone. As quick as me, <laughs> Al Capone couldn't do it. But when they indicted me, and now I'm setting records, Al Capone was not indicted so much. Alphonse Capone. If you looked at Al Capone in the wrong way, he'd kill you. He was not indicted. As quick as me, Al Chapo couldn't do it. <laughs> The Zodiac Killer took
6: him forever. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. ...candidate to Senator Joseph Biden. Have you seen the problem he's been having? He went around and
0: made a speech. And apparently, he quoted a, I think it was a British politician, took his speech and kind of paraphrased it as his own. And then the press got on him. And then he was charged also with taking part of Bobby Kennedy's
6: speeches. And Biden says... Not to worry, he reassured his staff, he said, we have nothing to fear, but fear itself.
7: Why should we worry about the radical 15 to 25%? Because when you look at all the lessons of history, most Germans were peaceful, the Nazis drove the agenda, and as a result, 60 million people died, almost 14 million in concentration camps, six million were Jews. The peaceful majority were irrelevant. When you look at Russia, most Russians were peaceful as well. Yet the Russians were able to kill 20 million people. The peaceful majority were irrelevant. On September 11th in the United States, it took 19 radicals to destroy the World Trade Center, attack the Pentagon, and kill almost 3,000 Americans that day. The peaceful majority were irrelevant. So as an American citizen, you sat in this room, and instead of asking something about our four Americans that died, you stood there to make a point about peaceful, moderate Muslims. It is time we take political correctness and throw it in the garbage where it belongs.
6: This is Lou Benninger, and you're listening to No Hostages Radio, episode 238, to appear on October 21, 2023. We're happy you're listening, and let me give you you a couple ways to get a hold of me. One is my cell phone. It's the only phone number I use nowadays, 530-713-1838. 530-713-1838. Five three zero seven one three eighteen thirty eight. You can also email me at Lou, L-O-U, at nohostagesradio.com. You got it? Nohostagesradio.com, Lou at. Very simple. You can email me anytime you want. I'll try to respond to you or just take your advice and or take your uh, comments into consideration, certainly. And um, we also do a live radio show on Saturdays, uh, the same day that this podcast pops up. It's over at KMYC 1410 AM up here in Yuba County in Northern California. You think, well, other than AM, I can't listen. The signal doesn't go that far. That's true. It doesn't. And uh, they're trying to improve it. But particularly if you're down in Central California, Southern California, Nevada, other states you can't listen to it so but if you go to our our website at nohostagesradio.com you can there's a listen live square there and you could go over there and between 10 and 1 o'clock 10 in the morning and 1 o'clock on saturdays i'm talking if you're interested so just want to throw that out there we also have a live with lou facebook page you can uh, get some of the podcasts over there and also some articles i write so uh wanted to comment about malpractice medical malpractice and miss uh the our politicians locally and probably in your community Uh, our politicians i think of as the supervisors we have county supervisors here don't know what they call them where you are we have counties in california 58 of them and then we have supervisors and usually i think there's five of them and um our supervisors are being complicit in a misinformation campaign that the COVID jab is good for you. And the health departments are still promoting the COVID jab. Uh, The pharmacies, which I guess is independent businesses, they could be fraudulent. They could do things that are uh, bad for your health. And that's not really under the purview of the supervisors, but the County uh, health officer does have something to say about the goings-on of medical and medicine in our community and can speak into it. My friend Joe Cassidy, who was a health officer for Yuba County for many years, while he was here, uh, became uh, while he was serving that position, of course, he became very concerned about the amazing amount of over-prescribing of opiates by doctors. And it got so bad that eventually he confronted them. He sent a letter out to all the docs talking about over-prescribing of opiates and uh, eventually got a hold of the authorities to look at some of them. So the, the county health officer has a responsibility for the health of the community. Otherwise, we should call her the uh, county death officer or the county ill health officer or the county sickness officer. So uh, she gets $330,000 a year, but right now, CVS is contacting me to come and get a two-for-one. I just have one visit, and I could get the COVID jab, and I could also get the flu jab. I've never had a flu jab in my life. I've had a pretty healthy life. I'm old. They say, oh, old people got to take it. It never took it, never got it, never wanted to get it. I think it's it's a scam, and it kills people as well. But nobody's ever held responsible with big pharma nowadays. All kinds of people are dying from the COVID jab. Not from COVID, the COVID jab. So CVS has been hitting me up to come in for a twofer. Walgreens has been hitting me up to come in, and they'll give me a $20 coupon, a discount on something. Then C, C, uh, I think a CVS was sending out CMV trial injections for teens, some kind of a virus thing. And then there's also HPV or Gardasil, that's uh, the supposed immunization to human papilloma virus, which some believes lead to cervical cancer. Don't take any of them. HPV or the, or the, uh, the HPV vaccine or what we call Gardasil, Gardasil is not guarding you from anything. It's making you sick. And it's giving young women cancer instead of keeping them from getting cancer. I'm telling you people, you need to reassess who you're listening to for your well-being and your health And your medical advice. We used to think the words coming from the CDC. Centers for Disease Control. And FDA. Food and Drug Administration. And the Institute of Health. Were all. uh, The words were good as gold. Don't believe it. It's garbage. It's all being pumped out. They're owned by big pharma. And they don't care about your life. All they care is profits. They're ripping people off of their health. There's nothing worse than to lose your health when you didn't have to. Isn't that sad? Somebody's healthy. They've got a good body. And they take something that's been instructed of them. And now they got spaz, spaz attacks. I just left a meeting tonight where people described friends who now have, they're like spaz ticks after taking the jab. It's interesting how doctors, just like criminals, will not take responsibility and attribute anything to the jab. Why? Because they probably got paid some fancy dollars to endorse it. I got a a note from Sutter North. That's a medical, big medical conglomerate up in Northern California. I've had some work done through Sutter North. They sent me a deal, come and get your COVID booster jab. I thought, you know, you guys are trying to kill me. I'm going to get away far as away from you as I can. I'm telling you people, do your homework, please. You know, so many people said, oh, yeah, well, I prayed about it. Or I thought a lot about it, and I went and got it. People are dying left and right. Then they're too humiliated to admit, well, I got the jab. Don't take the jab. Don't take, don't put the mask on. I tell you that I've got to, in fact, I had some people drop by this week for my no trespassing sign and for my, uh, I will not comply sign. My beautiful, I, both of them are good looking signs, beautiful signs, professionally done signs. If you want one, just text me five, three, zero, seven, one, three, one, eight, three, eight. I know if you're far away, Uh, If you want one of those signs, I could send you the artwork and you could print one out, but I'm not going to take the time. I don't charge for them, so I take the time to ship them and go through all that and spend the money. But uh, people came by to get that because we need to take a stand because they're going to start. Already, there's certain counties in California that are promoting the mask. This is a lie. There's nothing truthful or righteous or healthy about putting some fabric around your nose and mouth. If God wanted you to use that as a filter system, he would have he would have packed that in, baby. Don't do it. It's a disease carrier and will make you sick. You plus you don't get enough oxygen through the mask. I'm telling you, you cannot trust the medical profession. You have to pick and choose who you're listening to, and the people we have in our local area are corrupt and they got paid off big time and they're going to screw you over that's the supervisors of you in Sutter County and all their health uh, workers underneath them who go along with this all right we'll have more to say about that later about the misinformation about pregnant ladies taking the jab and getting all kinds of vaccines while they're pregnant don't do it abstain There's a post on Sutter County fire tax today, Facebook Sutter County says uh, Sutter County say no to new taxes and it's the people that normally are against taxes are trying to save Sutter County fire because the Sutter County supervisors who has a man have a mandate as politicians to protect the community are saying we're not going to protect Sutter County fire. We want to we just let it go the way of the uh, bozo bird and uh, just become all volunteer. I have an idea for the supervisors of Sutter County. Since you think volunteer is so wonderful, I'm not against it. I've run a lot of volunteer organizations. In fact, I worked for 20, 30 years for a church that's pretty much all volunteer. I got it. But I have a suggestion for you. Uh, if the hat fits, why don't you wear it? If you if you believe volunteerism is where it's at, why don't we have volunteer supervisors? Don't give me the idea we can't get good people. Because you're not so hot, and you're getting a lot of money. So why don't you go volunteer as a as a as your leaders? You know, leaders should lead. You guys aren't—none of you guys, if you lost your, your supervisor's job, would go without. Why don't you just give the salary over? Trump did it, whether you liked him or not. Showed you up. Oh, well, he was really rich. You know something, you guys? You're a sorry bunch of people. You, you, I wouldn't even want to get a hamburger with you. I wouldn't want to—I don't drink alcohol, but I, you're not the type of person I want to go to a ball game with or anything. Anything. You're a sorry bunch of people. You're telling firefighters who put their life at risk to volunteer. I'm Again, I'm not against volunteer firefighters. You're telling them to volunteer and you're pocketing 70 grand a year off your job there. You show up there, what, once every two weeks and let the staff do your voting for you. Why don't you go volunteer? Why don't you be the first county to try to unpack the CalPERS debacle? And uh, turn turn away your wages and do some radical things. People don't want you let, you, you know, you know what the problem is. You're so afraid of getting voted out and losing your money that you do things that aren't wise for the constituents. You constantly vote against what the constituents would be benefited by because you don't want to lose your job because you don't want to give up that 70 grand a year. That's easy money for over in Yuba County. It's 100 grand. It's a total ripoff. This is a scam. Let me ask you guys over there in yubi in Sutter County. Which one of you on your own would would applaud a parent who leaves his family incredibly in debt for the rest of their lives? No no normal, wonderful parent would be applauded by anyone in our society who, who would die and leave all kinds of problems and debt to their kids. Yet our supervisors do that and just walk out with boatloads of money and don't lose a bit of sleep over it. You just kick the can down the road. You say, oh, I'm into small government. Then you triple, double and triple the size of government. Oh, I, I'm i into, you know, I'm, I'm a conservative I'm not into, you know, all this you pay people. Somebody told me today that that somebody tried in the behavioral health, tried to convince them that, well, we got to You know, we have a hard time getting people to do behavioral health. So uh, do be a psychiatrist for us. So we got to pay three and four times what the private sector pays. Oh, well, they have to do telehealth. Oh, well, they have to do this they get 300 400 500 600 700,000 where the average psychiatrist is making less than $200,000 a year. Really? So we're going to pay premiums to work for the government. Why don't we just let everybody go and say, "Hey, go out there and get a better job." Uh, in other words, a better paying job. Go out there and get a better paying job. And we'll go find some people that are willing to work for what the private sector works at. What do we? What we have here is a uh, aristocracy. We have the very rich and the rest of the servants that serve them by scruffing around and paying taxes and fees on everything. So the write-up says today, Happy Wednesday. I'm, I'm actually recording this on Wednesday night. They write, it's been a busy week while most of the community is now aware that Sutter County has ignored the dangerously low underfunding and understaffing of the Sutter County Fire Department. We are still finding people who did not know. They feel deceived and they're pissed off. These are longtime Sutter County homeowners who have faithfully paid their parcel tax fire for years and years and years, but then they find out that not everyone has been actually paying the tax. Every single person in this county is important. We share the findings and recommendations from the grand jury reports, and they are stunned. People are stunned by the findings. The facts speak for themselves. The findings, of course, I'll add this, were the fact that the grand jury said that Sutter County fire needed an infusion of money and the, and the supervisors need to deal with it. The supervisors didn't even pay attention to the grand jury report. They don't give a crap. They don't give a crap what you want. Over in Sutter County, we voted down or they voted down a Measure A sales tax increase of 1%. No sooner was it voted down. You, say, you think they pay attention to what you said? They don't pay attention. They just say, let's go get them again. Let's go knock them down again. Let's go take three or four hundred thousand dollars of their money and hire public relations people to deceive them again. I'll tell you what the, the super what the citizens are for. The supervisors are our little hookers. So you can the supervise the, the citizens are hookers. So the supervisors can rape them occasionally. So they're up for another. They want to suck a bunch of blood out of them again with another percent. Gathering. They go on here to say gathering signatures on the petitions for the citizens initiative to save Sutter County fire has not been a problem. We are reevaluating and, uh, When to submit them, the timing, getting the initiative on the ballot is important, but it's also important to inform the community on what has and has not been done for over the years to fix the safety problem. The real message is that we cannot trust government to take care of us. Yapping gums that keep saying that safety is our first priority when nothing has been done to ensure the safety of the community. This is all a joke. Listen to these people. We have had nearly, uh, over a period of time, 30,000 views on Facebook. Lots of messages, and we have handed out lots of petition packets. Thank you to everyone who is stepping up to support the effort. We appreciate you. The Citizens Initiative Save Sutter County Fire is not a new tax. Liars out there, liars. The county government are liars. This initiative will repeal the tax that's been there for many years, and it will replace the current parcel tax that many have been paying for thirty over thirty years. hundred percent of the funds that would be gleaned from this tax will go towards fire. It's in the initiative. All the other things that they're wanting money for to raise money for on, on a, a, raising your sales taxes, they can spend that money wh- wherever they want. These guys cannot be trusted. They're scammers. They got their nose in the trough wherever they can put their nose in the trough. They got their hand in the till. That was an old term. When my father ran his own business, people having their hand in the till, meant they were, they were skimming money out of the till. The cash register, they called it the till skimming money. That's what these guys do. They skim money. They're looking for ways to profit themselves Walk out of there with a lot of money. Yuba County is performing at quite a high level, way ahead of Sutter County, dipping into the Yuba water money, paying them money. They got, they think they're some kind of, they haven't solved anything over there. All they're solving is uh, filling up their bank accounts. They're ripoffs. Schemers, scammers, Deceive the public wherever they can. We'll be right back here. We're going to uh, get into uh, talking about the Jim Jordan situation and Doug LaMalfa, despicable, uh, a a congressman from Northern California here that represents Sutter County and part of Yuba County. Uh, despicable. I, I he is everything I ever dreamed. He was, uh, at, He shouldn't be serving the public. We'll be right back.
8: You want to know
3: what gaslighting is? (laughs) Gaslighting is when they tell you blatant lies. They deny they ever said it. (laughs) They use what is near and dear to you as ammunition. (laughs) They wear you down over time. Their actions do not match their words. They throw in positive reinforcement to confuse you. (laughs) They know that confusion weakens the weak-minded people. (laughs) They project and then they blame you for what they themselves are doing. They try to align people against you and then tell everyone that you are crazy
9: and they tell you, everyone else is a liar. Welcome into the telecast, ladies and gentlemen, the A's versus the Indians tonight. First pitch is at 7.05. The Indians have been criticized as of recently as they're not having any veteran leadership in their dugout. And obviously you gotta wonder if someone like Megan Rapino wouldn't be a very valuable asset to that dugout. Does she know anything about baseball? absolutely not but we here at ESPN are contractually obligated to mention Megan Rapino in every single one of our broadcasts so you'll probably be hearing more about that tonight as the broadcast goes on obviously before we get to the game we need to talk about the bigger issues and that is the mascots obviously the Cleveland Indians very problematic for the Native Americans that needs to be canceled and if you think about the Oakland Athletics what could be wrong with that well Everyone's not blessed athletically, and that in 2021 seems a bit ableist, honestly. But honestly, we're going to put that behind us. We're ESPN; we don't like to bring up politics. Okay, so obviously we turn our attention to the field. There's two great teams that are that are kicking off here tonight, but um, the Indians have been struggling a bit with batting 175 with runners in scoring position, and that is just—it's unacceptable. And you got to wonder at this point. Why have they not given Colin Kaepernick a tryout? I talked to the manager of the A's, and he said, quote, we have not called Colin Kaepernick. And I mean, did he play football? Yes. Was he not good at football when he played? Also true. But you got to wonder, is the clubhouse racist? Think about it. But listen, this is ESPN, okay? So I know you guys just tuned in to watch a baseball game. This is America's pastime, an escape, right? But not here at ESPN. We'll find a way to shoehorn our politics right here into the broadcast throughout the night so there there's a free moment you know between pitches or inning changes or something we'll probably bring up uh, the fact that the raiders defensive lineman just came out as gay or that there's a pay gap between men's and women's sports we'll just kind of bog you down with that throughout the night but let's turn our attention obviously to the telecast and stay tuned for the seventh inning stretch you're going to love this greg popovich Who's actually coaching the Olympic team right now is going to come join us on the broadcast. He's going to shame you about your beliefs and also tell you who to vote for. So, really looking forward to that. And of course, after the game, tune into the Late Sports Center, and we will talk to the woman that turned her back on the American flag uh, during the national anthem, and we will just talk about how brave she is and how much of a, you know, just just how much we look up to her. That'll be about 20 minutes of Sports Center. So, anyway, want to get back to Megan Rapinoe if I could
4: well we're here with a couple of guests the notorious pig rashida talib and her friends there she is rashida there she is the notorious pig i call her piggy smalls i call her piggy smalls look at that there's low iq aoc right there and of course ilhan you see her way back she married her brother committed immigration fraud terrible thing that she did but we're here with the house terror caucus these are Not good people, these are not good people. And the pigs that are behind me are much better and cleaner and smarter than the people in the House of Representatives, the House Terror Caucus. These are horrible people, beautiful pigs, but the House Terror Caucus are terrible people, believe me.
6: I want to give a shout-out. I I, uh, I saw there was a British security service that is accepting responsibility. I don't know whether I have time to go through the whole talk or not. I, I don't know whether I can get to it, really. The Shin Bet, Shin Bet Security Agency in Jerusalem or Israel, they had the uh, responsibility to be the, uh, the one that would catch the first uh, sign of an invasion and they missed it. They dropped the ball. Reminds me of our, the, uh, the office of, uh, office of emergency services that all these counties have, and they spend hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. And then when they have an emergency about every 10 years or so, and it doesn't go well, their plans do not go well. Then they say, oh, well, you know, we learn from every, uh, every, every emergency is different, and we learn from every emergency. They always have an excuse. You know what Shin Bet Security Agency said? It's our fault. They just took the blame. They cut the heads off of babies. How you, how, how's that for uh, taking the blame? Murdered women, pregnant women, grandmas, children. Cut them down. So the reason I brought it up is because never before in the United States have we needed security like we do now. The police are standing down. The politicians are standing down. There's lawlessness in the street. We have zombies that we used to watch on television. Now they're right at our doorstep, staring through our windows in Marysville. They're out of their minds, squatting and defecating right on the sidewalk, The supervisors and the city council think it's humanitarian to pay people to lay in the gutter, humanitarian to let them live in the river bottoms or camp and shoot heroin or smoke heroin or smoke uh, fentanyl. It's somehow humanitarian. Oh, you know what the excuse? Oh, well, there's this judge. Well, there's this federal ruling. When do you have a backbone? Where's your morality? Where's your morality? Where's your backbone? Where, why don't you stand up and do something different than what the judge says if you think it's unrighteous? Our founding fathers said if there is a law made that is contrary to the Constitution, it is repugnant. You don't have to follow it. They didn't say there wouldn't be any consequences. Yeah, there'll be consequences. What kind of leadership do we have? We have no leadership, we have stiff suits empty suits so my friend monty hecker started elite universal security many years ago in yuba county and now they've expanded all the way through the, to the oregon border they're all over the place if you need help a lot of you do there's some businesses in oakland they say they're robbed every day how are you doing Elite universal security can help you. If you want to stay in business, you want to keep your farm going. You want to keep your ranch going. You want to keep your industry going. They can help you elite universal security. If you want a job with them, they do all kinds of, uh, whether it's foot patrol, auto patrol, carrying guns, not carrying guns, protecting government facilities. They do all kinds of things. If you want to go to work for them, they'll even put you to work and train you how to do the work. You can reach them at 530-749-0280, 530-749-0280. They can even help you with your firearms training and your firearms licensing and all those kinds of things. Just give them a call. They got a shooting range. They'll teach you how to shoot, shoot and uh, be safe, be, clean your gun, do all that kind of stuff if you're a newbie at handling a gun. I think I talked last week about the amazing number of women and even a uh, huge black women are the fastest growing number of new gun owners in the United States. Hold that thought, and women in general. Also again wanna give a shout out to Greenitz Construction, Dave Greenitz. There there's really uh it's easier for you to just go and look for yourself. You don't need to leave your chair. If you go to Greenett's Construction.com or Dave Greenett's Construction Facebook page and you spell his name like the color green with E-T-Z on the end, Greenett's Construction.com or Dave Greenett's Construction Facebook page, you can go there and you could check out his work. It used to be you have to has the contrary, well, could you make, make an arrangement with the Jones family, and could I go see their cabinets, or could I see what you did in the kitchen? Really inc- inconvenient, to, inconvenient to do that, go into someone's house, right? Someone else's home. This way you could peruse his work before and after, and uh, check it out. And uh, do, He does other remodeling, but his sweet spot is these two items, kitchens and baths. Check it out, and you can send him a message right off his website, Or Facebook site, or if you want, you can text or call him at 530 682 9602. Once again, 530 682 9602. Listen, if you're gonna spend 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, $40,000 on a remodel, don't make a mistake. Don't make a blunder. Don't be stupid. Don't go cheap cut corners and hire somebody that really is a great technician but has an alcohol problem, <laughs> right? Or uh he did Aunt Sally's up in Alaska back in 2002. And you heard he's really good. Green has been around here for 40 some years. You don't you don't keep a business and even through even through uh COVID times he was busy because people knew his reputation when things got lean for others even through the uh, housing crunch remember the housing crunch lots of people lost their jobs all right let's get back to it i want to talk about the uh, the throwing out of kevin kevin mccarthy kevin mccarthy is a crook but we have been used to calling our our politicians our representatives uh, our leaders they are not our leaders many of these people are crooks they are sold out to big government i'm sorry on, to big uh, corporations it doesn't matter whether they have an r or whatever they have after their name they're the same And they really don't care who the leadership of the country is. They're going to keep their jobs if they can can keep the uh, citizens that vote for them in the dark. When people start to come to the light, they see that the people like McCarthy and LaMalfa and Gallagher and all these people are all caught up in their owned. They are owned by people that finance them. You come a far 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 10th priority, way down there. Only when it's out, out of their convenience. There are very few people in elected office today that are doing it for the right reasons. They're grifters. You heard that term? I like that term. It's, being, it's popular in society right now, grifters, G-R-I-F-T-E-R-S. Look it up. McCarthy was dirty before they put him in there. But you know why they like him? Because they smell the same as he does. You know, if none of you took a shower, if all of you shit your pants, you don't notice it. That's why they all get along. That's why LaMalfa is a McCarthyite. He smells like them. You they don't have to look alike. You smell, you can smell them. Guys like Dan Flores over at Sutter County Supervisor. The guy never saw a dollar he didn't lust after. He doesn't care about you. He's got his nose deep in the trough. McCarthy was dirty. He was dirty with his wife, cheated on his wife. He's a liar. Anybody that would cheat on his wife is going to cheat on you. You don't mean anything to them. You're going to cheat on your family, lie on your family. If he was innocent of that, he would have never backed down on that speakership with Boehner. He knew he was caught and he knew it was going to get ugly. And he knew that if he backed out, he would probably keep his job Because the citizens of California are idiots and they stay stupid and probably not. A lot of them didn't even know what he did back there. He just came back and got elected again down there in Bakersfield area. But it took him another, what, a couple decades to get back to the speakership. It took him 15 votes to get him in. What do you think they were concerned about? He's a liar. You can't trust him. He's a schemer. Oh, do you think he's the only one that's like that? No, I don't. He's just like LaMalfa and the rest of them. They're dirty. So he made history. How would you like to have your name in the history books of taking 15 votes to get you a speaker? And then you don't even last 12 months. They throw you out. So now they're going to vote for another another speaker. And now you see all the people that smell like McCarthy. They are holdouts to vote for Jim Jordan. Scalise has McCarthy smell on him as well. Plus, he's sick. Some people say, you know, when people say, oh, I love t- so, so, love had. I like I love that doesn't have anything to do with. Tell me about his character. Tell me about you can trust him for goodness sakes Nancy Mace who I differ a lot with on on politics Nancy Mace from North Carolina She stood up and when they said I appreciate Nancy Mace When they said why aren't you going to vote why did you vote against McCarthy she said he's a liar Doesn't that doesn't that, do you like liars I don't hang out with them I do not hang out with it's too late. I don't want to be around poison people. Liars, cheats, frauds, schemers, scammers. Life's too short. People. Nancy May says he promises and breaks his promises. That's called a liar. And she said, I'm voting against him. I, she didn't even bring up a policy. Oh, I'm pro abortion. Or pro-women's rights, he's not, he's this, he's that. No, 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 he did. She said his character cannot be trusted. What did Matt Gaetz say? Matt Gates said, we met with him when we were having all those votes, and he made an agreement with us for, that was good enough if he would do the things he, in other words, he said, I'll change. I'll repent. I'll change my ways. Forgive me. I will follow you. I will do what you want. What did they want? They wanted righteousness. They wanted the the house of representatives to operate according to the constitution. The problem isn't just with the person in the, in the spot, the house speaker. And I mentioned this last week or the week before many of the, the, the powers of the house speaker are unconstitutional and they need to go. Kevin McCarthy got in power in a matter of months. He was violating people, uh, the, the agreements to this team of people that confronted him so bad that they said, we're done with you. And they filed a motion to vacate again. Kevin McCarthy's name will go on to go down in history as a man who cheated on his wife, lost the speakership the first time, got the speakership after 15 attempts a second time. And then finally, uh, was booted out. He's going to go down in the record books big time for all the wrong things. For having a crummy character. Oh yeah, he's going to have a big old bank account. You bet your, you bet your bookies. He's going to have money coming out his ears. He's going to be like old, uh. I can't remember the guy's name, the seal that used to work for the c i a He couldn't even find enough places to hide all the millions of dollars he made shipping cocaine flying cocaine in Barry seal that's his name. look up Barry seal he could he had so many millions of dollars he had it stuffed in in uh coffee cans up in the freezer under the bed, everything he had so much money. That's Kevin McCarthy. You betcha. He's taken care of. Don't worry about Kevin. And then we have people like Doug LaMalfa. So he said, oh, he was one of the eight holdouts or something to vote for Jordan, you know. And so he said, I, I, the reason I didn't vote for Jordan, I voted for McCarthy. I'm a loyalist. Oh, you're a loyalist to a piece of shit. That's who you're a loyalist to. You smell just like him, Doug. You're the guy, you remember that? Remember Dan Logue? You thought Dan Logue was so bad, you and Gallagher and Nielsen, that you supported, uh, what's his old name? John Garamendi, your buddy. The white Obama, you're in bed with him, dude. LaMalfa and Garamendi, yeah, you all smell like each other. Yeah, you're buddies. So Doug says, somebody said to me, oh, they called back there to his place and complained that he voted for McCarthy instead of Jordan, who's a conservative. You know what? You, you haven't got any conservatives running here. Gallagher's not a conservative. He voted to take your, he voted to assess a death tax on you. He endorsed it. Do you think his endorsement meant something to the people of the, uh, this district? You bet it did. He wins here pretty big. They pay attention to what he says. They trusted him. You ever trusted your politician? They screw you. You got screwed on Prop 18. If you're an older person or if you're a younger person, it's just going to come quicker on the older people. You got screwed by James Gallagher big time. Big time. Enjoy it. Just let the government suck your money. Steal your money. LaMalfa is just a complete doofus. So he puts, he's one of eight. It's probably his only day in the sun, in the spotlight. He's a big, oh yeah, he's going to, he's going to leverage him for stuff for Northern California. I don't want stuff for Northern California. I want Doug LaMalfa to come home, hang up his coat, lose about a hundred pounds and go to, go get a real job and quit. Let somebody else go back. That's a Patriot. Quit, please. Resign. You're a disgrace. Then he told somebody the other day, or his staff did, oh, well, he didn't know how many people were upset about this. What do you mean people are livid across the United States that are conservative people? You think it's some kind of political game? You're assholes. You're all assholes back there. Still, totally sick. Doug LaMalfa. The only guy in California, you, we hope, Republicans that were so scarce in California, you got to send a dim light. That's what Lamoff is, Democrat light. Voted for McCarthy. Unbelievable. Glenn Beck said, he was so pissed. Glenn Beck said, stop being in third grade. I don't care if you'd like somebody or not. I don't. I really don't. I don't care if you like them. You're not going to go through life liking everybody and stop thinking it's third grade. And, well, I'm not going to give you my vote. Na, 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 na. He says, good heavens, grow up. The country's at stake. I want you to call your congressman today, this morning, they voted noon Eastern time. This was a day or so ago. He said, I want you to call your congru- congressman and say, what the hell are you doing? If you lose the house, if you compromise and give up some panic, panty ass woozy who's in bed with the Democrats, you're done. And I will take every dollar I have to find fund competitors against you. I will campaign, he says, to tell the, the Lamalfa. I will make signs I will put them in the yard I will campaign against you I will never forget Glenn says that's what I would say but I would say it with a much more reasonable tone but make sure they understand you're done with me and I and my friends will campaign against you you vote for Jim Jordan today vote for Jim Jordan otherwise what's your plan the Democrats What we have when Trump said we need to get rid of the swamp, you know what Trump underestimated how big it was. And we have just as many Republican swampers as we have Democrats. We have very few people that are independent people without having screwed the wrong people, molested somebody, cheated somebody, taken all kinds of money and got paid off to vote a certain way. They're all corrupt. We'll be right back with the third segment.
8: indicate that the percentage of Muslims who are sympathetic to radical Islamists and jihadists is not a mere fraction. It's not a mere fringe. There are actually a significant percentage of particularly young Muslims who do sympathize with jihadism and terrorism. So quoting from Pew Research, you can go and look this up for yourself if you would like to confirm it. Media Matters talking to you. Pew Research poll from 2007. This is even, this is even 15 years ago, so I imagine it's gotten worse, found that 26% of young Muslims in America, this is just in America, believe that suicide bombings are justified. So think about, you meet a millennial Muslim, one out of every four thinks that suicide bombing is justified. That's not a fringe percentage of Muslims. That's not a big differentiation between your quote-unquote average Muslim and these radical jihadists, that's a significant ideological problem that exists in a significant minority of Muslims in America. In addition, this Pew Research poll found that uh, these views among young Muslims about suicide bombers were fairly static for Muslims in other, country, other Western countries as well. 22% of young Muslims in Germany thought suicide bombings are justified, 29% of young Muslims in Spain and 42% of young Muslims in France believe that suicide bombings are justified, 42%. So almost one out of every two young Muslims in France thinks suicide bombings are justified. So this is starting to make a little more sense why we are facing what we're facing with these protests, these pro-Hamas protests that kind of caught us all off guard, but maybe it shouldn't have caught us off guard because this is a problem that has been building for quite a some time, quite some time. Uh, A 2015 poll from the polling company found that 19% of Muslim Americans, that's two out of every 10 Muslims in America, say that violence is justified in order to make Sharia law the law of the land in the United States. So think of two out of every 10 Muslims thinks it's okay to be violent towards you to make you adhere to Sharia law. Are we supposed to believe that this is a tiny fringe of Muslims or is this a cultural, religious, uh, religiously ideological difference between the Muslim population and a country like ours that embraces Judeo-Christian values? Again, doesn't mean that you can't come here and go to the mosque, doesn't mean that you're not allowed to be Muslim in our country, you are, we have religious liberty, but to have an unrestricted number of people who have these beliefs come to our country and then for our country not to make any effort to assimilate them into American values is going to cause a cultural divide, might be the tamest term that I can think of to describe it. Democratic presidential candidate Joseph Biden today faces a controversy.
9: Three weeks ago at a debate at the Iowa State Fair, he used phrases identical to those delivered by British Labor Party leader, Neil Kinnock.
5: Biden seemed to be claiming Kinnock's
0: vision and life as his own. Why is it that my wife is sitting out there in the audience, is the first in her family to ever go to college?
10: Why is Gladys the
11: first woman in her family, in a thousand generations, to be able to get the university?
0: My ancestors who worked in the coal mines in northeast Pennsylvania and who come up after 12 hours and play football. Eight hours underground. And then come up and play football. It's because they didn't have a platform upon which to stand. There was no platform upon which they could stand. The notion that every thought or notion or idea you'd have to go back and find and attribute to someone, I think is, quite frankly, uh, ludicrous.
11: The problem here is that Senator Biden told his audience he'd just been thinking about these things and he failed to give any credit at all to his famous British speechwriter.
0: You know, I was thinking on the way over here. (laughs) now that's a little too much because as you point out what's behind the words what's there and a lot of people the rap on biden has always been that it's just a surface i should have said to paraphrase neil Kinnock. it's the only time i didn't and all the times i've ever used it but cbs news found a tape of a second instance
5: it reappeared in the new york times with a new charge that Biden had appropriated a famous litany from the late Robert Kennedy about what the gross national product cannot measure.
0: It cannot measure the health of our children. The health of our children. The quality of our education. The quality of their education. The joy of their play. Or the joy of their play.
11: Biden gave Kennedy no credit. He has also quoted or paraphrased John Kennedy, Hubert Humphrey, and British Labor Party leader Neil Kinnock, all without credit.
0: Joseph Biden admitted today that he committed plagiarism when he was in law school. He said it was a mistake, but that it was unintentional. He quoted five pages
11: of someone else's work
0: without proper citation. I've done some dumb things, and I'll do dumb things again. He was given an F. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been dumb.
11: To the political community in Washington, it all seems of a piece. Plagiarism at law school, plagiarism on the stump.
0: The great communicator, strike that. The great imitator.
11: You don't steal verbatim, uh, or when you do as he did 99% of the time, you give credit. Biden's critics say he sells himself as a man whose words and visions can inspire a new generation in politics, but if the thoughts, phrases, and visions really belong to others, it's a form of false advertising. Is it a wise idea, though, to take something that personal anyway from another politician and try and appropriate it to your own campaign.
0: I think it was a stupid thing to uh, appropriate uh, material that was really very personal that was someone else's.
7: Most people didn't know who he was, you know, Joe Biden, and now they're gonna say, oh yeah, he's the guy who plagiarized. That's the first, politically,
3: that's devastating. These clips are devastating. He looks like a Joe Biden wind up doll with
8: somebody else's words coming out.
11: If they're going to do things that are stupid as well as immoral, then they're probably too dumb to have the job of president.
0: Voters are going to have to decide whether he was dishonest or dumb. Senator Joseph Biden may have
11: more explaining to do. The new questions stem from With taped remarks of, of Biden States. during an April campaign appearance in New Hampshire.
0: I went to law school on a full academic scholarship, the only one in my, in my class uh, to have a full academic scholarship. Went back to law school and in fact ended up in the top half of my class. I was the outstanding student in the political science department at the end of my year. I graduated with three degrees from undergraduate school, and 165 credits, only 123 credits. Biden now concedes he did not graduate in the top half of his law school class, that he does not have three degrees from college, and that he was not named outstanding political science student in college. Newsweek says Biden actually went to school on a half scholarship, ended up near the bottom of his class, And won only one degree, not three.
11: Joe Biden ranked 76th in a class of 85 at the University of Syracuse Law School. I mean, this guy comes off this whole thing as a flyweight. Now Biden says Newsweek is right. His memory had failed him.
0: And I'd be delighted to sit down and compare my IQ to yours if you'd like, Frank. Joe Biden was victimized by the truth.
4: To the not-so-honorable Judge Chetkin, you hit the wrong former president with a gag order. You should have hit Barack Hussein Obama with a gag order. Everybody knows he loves big, beautiful gag orders. Just ask Larry Sinclair. He'll tell you all about it. While you're at it, you should also hit Chris Christie with a gag order. Everybody knows he needs to stop eating and save some for the rest of us. He has what's called Dunlap's disease. His big, beautiful belly dunlaps over his waistline and it gets in the way of everything. This gag order is a disgrace. But if it stands, I know a guy who sounds just like an incredibly handsome former president of the United States, and he'll say everything and do everything necessary to get the job done. To deranged Jack Smith, the not-so-honorable Judge Chutkin, and everybody else, we will make America great again, whether you like it or not, and the best is yet to come. Believe me.
6: So, if you have a plumbing problem, which I do every once in a while, and the first thing I think of is somebody to fix it, because I don't have time to fuss with it, even though I think I might fix some of it. Sometimes I do a little bit of jobs, but other times I just say, come on, man, I got to go this way. You come over here. I'm going to leave the door open. Just bust in here and throw this thing together. If you've got a problem in any of the counties I'm reaching up here in Northern California, I'll give you an example, like Yuba-Sutter, Butte, Calusa, Nevada, And part of Placer, that's in the the Lincoln area. I'm going to encourage you to call somebody I like and I trust, and that's Bill Artomenko and his guys and gals. And uh, that's a Thrifty Rooter. You can reach them if you're techie and you want to be slick. Go on the Internet at thriftyrooter.net. And he's got all uh, a menu of things that they do. They just don't unplug a line. They go way beyond that. They get tricky. They can go out in the rural areas and resurrect a septic tank. And then come into the urban areas and unplug your line, straighten out the sewer, get your water flowing right. So you can go on there and you can, under thriftyrooter.net, and you can send them a message and you can click off some of the concerns you have that you think you need their help on. And it's very simple. I looked at it, and it made total sense to me. Or you can just dial them up old school at 530-673-8201. 673-8201. So a lady drove down from the foothills, which is about a 45 minute, 40 minute drive where she's coming from. She's almost 90 years old. And I was telling her, I'll talk to you on the phone or let's do something. You know, you don't need to drive all in. She said, I, I want to, I'm, I'm old school. I want to talk to you face to face. I said, all right, this is where I live. She said, I want one of those no trespassings. I want a couple of those no trespassing signs. I said, okay. And she said, I need some help. On uh, uh, downloading those uh, forms to keep the hospital from killing you and giving you the wrong medications, I said, "Okay, come on down. I'll give you the, uh, I'll give you the uh, websites." And so she said, "Yeah, I need to go over and see uh, Nelly as well." I said, "You mean Nellie Garcia at North Valley Paralegal?" She said, "Yep, I need some. I need her help me." So that's where I recommend people go when they have, med- uh, when they have legal needs. And uh, there's lots of reasons when you, you don't have to be in trouble to have, to sort out some legal stuff for you. You know, that's part of life, being legal, like getting a driver's license and doing this and doing that, right? Getting a permit for this, and that's all legal stuff. Sometimes you need somebody to help you fill out the forms. And so uh, Nellie Garcia at North Valley Paralegal is my choice, I like her. For a number of reasons. I don't like everybody. I mean, I think everybody... I'd, like, I'd help anybody, but I don't, I don't like everybody, right? I try to love humanity. You know, who was that? Peanuts, Charlie Brown said. I love humanity. The problem I have is with the people. <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, I like Nellie. She's a good gal. And she's honest. And she's kind. And she's passionate about solving people's problems. And so that's what you want in a good paralegal. You don't need an attorney. They cost three, four times what she would charge. You'll, you, you, you'll charge you a fortune, attorney. You'll be paying them off for you. have to take a loan to, to go see one. Nellie's right here in Yuba City at 1110 Civic Center Boulevard, Suite 202A, Yuba City. Right off Highway 20, right across from the Sutter County Sheriff's Department. Very easy to get to. No traffic. You can reach her by phone at 530 751-9289. And uh, she told me the other day, somebody popped in there and they said, Where'd you hear about me? She said, Oh, I was listening to this guy on the radio. So, all right then. So, Matt Gates, who is is now the enemy of the Republican party party. He's a Republican congressman from Florida. And he's the one that started all this thing to get rid of the speaker. He didn't want him in the first place. He and I've never talked to this guy. I've never given him a nickel. But I like him and I'm going to give him some money. I, I like to support people around the country that I like. That I think if I did that job, I think I'd do it like them. So Gates... Said that Hakeem Jeffries, Hakeem, he's the guy that filled in for Nancy Pelosi temporarily when they voted her out. Hakeem seemed like a nice guy. He's a Democrat. And Gates said Jeffries is not really in charge of the Democrats. There's a lot of, there's almost as many Democrats in the House of Representatives as there is. Republicans, or there are. There's are just a few more Republicans. He says, "Jeffries is just a front man for Nancy Pelosi." Can you imagine this country being led by a lunatic, drunk Nancy Pelosi? It's, it's. I, I don't care whether you love America or not. This is, uh, if you, if you. Are from the other other parts of the world, and look at this country, and you have people like Diane Feinstein at 90 that can't hardly talk when she was still as a senator I'm just saying it's too old to be here. You aged out, baby, or Mitch McConnell, who loves China more than he's more loyal to China than he is here, or you have you have guys gals like uh, Nancy Pelosi. And Nancy Pelosi is behind the scenes running the Democrat group. And same things happen with the president of the United States. Obama never, never moved on. As soon as Trump stepped back, you know, you put Trump and Obama together, you see what a femme and a, a real alpha male looks like together. But Obama just stepped right in there and he just takes those massages from Joe. He just gets it on with old Joe. Joe just does what Obama says to do. That's the only way Joe was going to get in to be president. You remember, he never debated, He didn't do anything. He hid out in the basement, right? So that's what we got back there. And what we have are representatives in our area. I noticed Kevin Kiley was not one that voted with Matt Gates to throw McCarthy out, but he didn't vote for McCarthy to replace McCarthy. He voted for Jordan to re- replace McCarthy, I believe. And so the rest of the boys that I just, I mentioned earlier, whether they're state of California representatives or federal, we we swing and miss big time in Northern California. Another real loser is Ronna McDaniel. She's a relative of of uh, Mitt Romney. Ronna McDaniel. How these people get into these spots. This is why I don't have anything to do with the Republican Party. I don't answer their surveys. I tell them to go to whatever on the phone. I just say it right out there for them. I get tired of them bugging me. I I unsubscribe to every every email. I do not give them a nickel of my money. They're corrupt. And they're living high on the hog on people that are that are people that they're salt and earth people of this country that are living on meager money and just making it and they these guys are throwing back the cocktails and party 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 and getting it on and screwing other people's wives and doing all kinds of crazy stuff and paying people like Ronna McDaniel, a couple hundred or $300,000 a year to do her job. And she does a terrible job. You know where, you know where the next GOP debate is going to be of all the places she could have put it in a, in a, in a media outlet. She put it on NBC They hate the Republican Party. They hate Trump. They were part of the aristocracy that tried to corrupt uh, the government and run Trump Trump off. They hate Trump. They hate Trump voters. They hate patriotic Americans. NBC hates capitalism, self-defense, borders. They hate the U.S. Constitution. They hate Jesus Christ or American greatness. NBC Why would you put your debate and benefit the enemy station? Why would you do that? That is crazy. Another person said NBC ran the Russia collusion scam. You remember Brett Kavanaugh? They ran the Kavanaugh rape scam. They hid news about the Biden family business, the corruption, and constantly run anti-GOP propaganda. So they turn around and Rona McDaniel awards them or rewards them with the RNC debate. Where does that make sense? Does anybody find sense in that? And these Republicans like McCarthy and the rest of will vote her back in again. This, this gal, nor Mitch McConnell. Remember, we're supposed to like have this great wave of of red and sweep all these. Like what happened to that? What happened is Mitch McConnell and Ronald McDaniel. They are not Republican. We got people, the holdouts, they've already voted against uh, Jordan twice now. The holdouts hate conservatism. They hate Jesus. They hate uh, patriotism. They hate the military. They hate pro-life. They hate capitalism. They want big government. They just want to be a part of it and get their their pockets full of it. You make sense of this. If this doesn't if this isn't obvious to do, to you, you should maybe just smoke weed and do, do some opiates every once in a while and chill and drink some bud. Watch your ball games and just kiss everything off because you are living in a la la land. rona mcdaniel's partner in crime is jessica patterson down here in california this gal is a is a grifter is another grifter quarter of a million dollars a year for what did she even sign one person up to vote in, in the last four years And we got our local central committees all probably taking orders from her and orders from James Gallagher. Just total compromised people. Disgusting. You probably realize this. Do you realize that our State Department has been funding Hamas? I don't even know how the—I guess— Israel needs our warfare package so bad that they gotta they gotta uh it's like you know what's like it's like you're screwing your wife and then you're screwing her sister too and her cousin That's what the US is doing they're screwing everybody they're funding the Israelis they're funding Hamas they're funding ISIS. They're giving money to Al Qaeda. Did not? Didn't it seem odd to you when we left? <clears throat> when we left Afghanistan, we left what billions of dollars in tanks and rockets. We just left it there. Those people are killing our people. does not that seem odd to you? Does that need seem not? Does it have to happen in your own family, where your own family kills your own family, where you finally get a clue? Your own kids are screwing your own kids. We're funding all these terrorists. We're not on one side and not the other. We're on both sides. We got all kinds of Republican Guys like Ronnie Jackson from Texas and others that are trying to pass laws to stop this. It just—do you wonder why the Republicans are not more effective? Why you can't get a stop to abortion? Why you can't get a stop to human trafficking? That's that's a controversial deal. You can't get a stop on that. You know why? Because they're trafficking kids. The, our government is involved— Our government is involved in the abortion industry. It's profitable. You send these people back praying. You think he's going to be different for once. He or she's going to be different. They go back and they don't do anything. They don't get anything done. The system. One gal says she's quitting. I think she's from Arizona. Leska or something like that. I, I don't really know her that well. She said, I'm done. I did three terms. I got kids at home. I got a husband at home. I am not going to do this anymore. This this system back here is broken. I agree with her. And I think I would do the same thing. I do not have as low a standard as Doug LaMalfa and say, yeah, the system's broken. He'd probably agree with that. But I'm going to suck all the money I can get out of it as long as I can. <laughs> I'm going to suck all the money. I got my pockets. I got my duffel bags. I got my Samsonite I got my military trunks. <laughs> I'm a loader with money. Take all the money I can pick all the payoffs. Everybody else is doing it. I'll never forget. I was doing a Bob Fischetti with 93 Q was teaching me how to do the radio. I didn't know how to do it. And he told me a story. It, I've never forgot it. it. It didn't surprise me, but I've never forgot it. Let me tell you to you. He said he was working. I think he was working on new people in a department store. And uh, and one day, I don't know whether he caught somebody stealing or somebody was stealing out of the cash register back when we transacted a lot of stuff with cash. And he confronted the guy like, like don't you have a conscience, dude? How could, how could you, your employer hired you and is paying you to be here and you're stealing from him? And, you know, they were doing things like, somebody would steal some clothes and then they'd turn them back in and they'd give them back the money, right? Take the clothes back and give them money out of the till. They're doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Guy said, don't you have any conscience? Don't, where's your where's your moral plumb line? And, and the guy couldn't answer the question. You know what he said? He said, well, everyone else is doing it. Don't Doesn't that make sense to you? Many people think, hey, if he's doing it, I'm going to do it. They don't have a moral plumb line. They are they are what we call amoral. They don't have any morals. Uh, the morals will do with, with the situation. We'll just adjust it as we go along. They're suggesting that the pay for slay, you know how pay for play? The pay for slay payments is running around $300 million per year of of your tax dollars to pay for these terrorists to kill good people, Israelis, to chop off the heads of babies. Come on, guys. Can't you get behind, you know, can't you get lathered up about this? President Trump reduced the foreign aid by $200 million in 2018. Remember Trump said, what are we giving all this money away for? Let's just take care of stuff here. They're just ripping us off. In 2001, Sabaro's pizza shop bombing that murdered 15 people, including seven children and U S citizen Malky Roth and injured 130 others. Remember that 2021. According to the post, the Palestinian Liberation Front, that Palestinian group, paid the suicide bomber's family more than $53,000. The mastermind, they got $52,000, and the bomb maker more than $213,000. The bombing mastermind, Ab- Alham Tamimi, was freed in 2011 in a prisoner swap and now lives in Jordan despite U.S. warrants for her. It's a female, Ablam. All those people got paid by our money. Went to the Palestinians, and they turned around and paid off their suicide bombers. Do you hear what I said? Bomb maker got two hundred thirteen thousand, fifty-two thousand for the mastermind, the strategist, and fifty-three thousand for the guy that strapped it to his body. Doesn't bother you? This is Biden. This is the Democrats. It's also the Republicans. We'll be right back. I think we're down to we're going to go to the second half here now.
10: for young people out there, this, my darlings, is a steak. I mean, it's a fairly B-grade one, but it's a steak all the same. Anything made from a cauliflower or an aubergine or indeed a cashew nut will never be a steak. The other great thing about us meat eaters is that we don't sort of use our children abusively to put messages up onto social media whilst looking cute. (laughs) I don't want to eat cows, mummy, because they're so nice. I don't want to eat fish, mummy, because they're living things. And I don't want to kill living things. Just as a reminder, don't abuse your children to push messages on other people. And secondly, if these animals weren't farmed, they wouldn't be alive at all. You wouldn't see them in the first place. The other thing you'll notice about meat eaters, is that we don't try and force you to eat this. We don't go eat meat, eat meat, eat meat. We're just happy that you might choose to. So we're not trying to make universities 100% plant-based so that old students can go and suck on the ar- end of a locust while they're being taught absolute bollocks. We want you to be free to choose what you have to eat. And I will just say, if you want clues as to what you should be eating in order to look strong and healthy and fit, we do have these things. Admittedly, my teeth are British teeth and that shit. And true story, my dentist was actually the local vet. So mine aren't a great example, but you have incisors for a reason. They're not there, these white things for chomping down on a Brussels sprout. And finally, to young boys out there, just let me say that, you know, you can choose what you eat, but you really don't want to end up looking like the thing you're eating. You you really don't want to end up with something that looks like this because take it from an old hag like me that's not going to fulfill anyone if you know what I'm saying so thanks so much to British farmers thanks so much to butchers and everybody who works in ag here in the UK in South Africa uh, the Dutch uh, to all farmers working the land so that we can eat a big thank you from us normies out here in the rest of the world
3: we are now hearing from Broward Sheriff Gregory Tony after 17 deputies have been arrested and charged with fraud. Local 10's Roy Ramos is live with this developing story. Roy.
5: Nicole, and we have learned that nearly 100 BSO employees did apply for the PPP loans, and of the 117 17 of them are now facing federal charges well as you mentioned today we did get a chance to speak with broward sheriff gregory tony about these allegations and he says if his employees were involved in this type of criminal activity they do not deserve to be working in the law enforcement profession did you believe you were receiving these loans legitimately 17 members of the broward sheriff's office which include both bso deputies and detention deputies released from the federal courthouse in fort lauderdale after being indicted on charges that include wire fraud after federal investigators said they fraudulently applied for and received funds from the Paycheck Protection Program, or PPP loans. Bonds were set. They're being released. Uh, Nobody, as far as I know, is being detained and uh, we'll take it from there, we'll be back in court. Attorney Brian Silber represents three of the defendants, some of whom have either been suspended or placed on leave pending the outcome of the investigation. I can't comment on the nature of the case. While the charging documents do not allege that any of the defendants committed the charge offenses in the course of their official duties, this does not in any way diminish the seriousness of what the defendants are alleged to have done here. Sheriff Gregory Tony said he first learned of the crimes in November of 2021, prompting him to investigate all 5,500 of his employees, including himself and other top brass. Of the 17 indicted, seven BSO deputies and one sergeant in law enforcement, and eight detention deputies and one sergeant in corrections.
11: I hate to see that knowing some of the individuals and seeing the names on that list that's being indictment, indicted, some of them were good officers, but you're only as good as the last act and conduct that you execute.
5: We learned the defendants involved received tens of thousands of dollars, and while the investigation has proved that some of whom were investigated did have legitimate businesses, at the very least, the 17 now facing federal charges allegedly did not.
11: If you're going to be participating in criminal activities, we don't want you in this profession.
5: And while 17 BSO employees have been indicted, we are told that this investigation does continue and there could be more indictments to come. We'll be sure to stay on top of this. For now, outside of BSO headquarters near Fort Lauderdale, we're Ramos, Local 10 News.
3: I'd like to take this moment to thank the Biden administration. You see, prior to the Biden administration, I had so much money that I didn't appreciate the little things. Little things like electricity. Guys, hey guys, we need to keep the lights off, okay? Okay, you can brush your teeth in the dark. You can. It's easy. So easy. It's fun. It's so fun. Yeah, you know, it's really, it's really not that cold in here. It's not, ah, you know, but cooler temperatures actually keep you alert, you know, they keep you on your toes, so it's it's good for you if it was cooler, but you know, it it doesn't feel, it feels good, it feels good. And other little things like food. All right, you guys, we are going to be having the food we had last night and the night before, but I want you guys to taste it tonight, just really Savor it. You know, I feel like we're just eating to eat and we need to really just taste the food. So we're gonna do it again, okay? i have it again. In your everyday household staples. Okay, I need you guys to remember this. It's two for number two and just one. Just one for number one, okay? All right, now somebody needs to use this. Also prior to the Biden administration, I didn't have a full appreciation for my life. Now I wake up every morning Thankful to be alive. Thankful that a nuclear holocaust didn't take me out in the middle of the night, because we are closer to this happening than we ever have been in human history. Pending nuclear war has me thankful for every single day. And that's a special thing. When I lay my head on my pillow at night, thinking I might not ever wake up. Night, honey. I love you. I love you so much. Has me thanking the Biden administration for providing me this newfound, genuine appreciation for my life. So, thank you, Joe. And thank you to the entire Biden administration. See, I had no idea you could reuse coffee grounds.
6: All right, I was. uh... Doing my live show the other day, and one you know, of the listeners texted me and said, Hey, our riding lawnmower, we live up in the foothills, we got a riding lawnmower, and the motor ain't doesn't seem like it's working right. And who is that guy that can, you said can fix anything? And I said, I texted him. And so later on in the show, she said, We took it over there, we dropped it off. And he asked, How do you hear about it? And they said, oh, we listen to Lou on the radio. That's on the live with Lou's live show. So if you've got, if you're out there and it isn't going to be long, you're not going to have to mow too much more. Up in the hills, you've got to keep your, the weeds down, you know, the volunteer stuff because of fire danger. But all power services can fix all those, you know, all, particularly up in the hills. I mean, you got to have a lot of stuff. you got chainsaws and you got weed eaters and we, you know, uh, trimmers and all kinds of gadgets because things are a little more gnarly up there to keep things under control, right? Maybe you have a, even a rototiller up there to make yourself a nice garden on the side hill. So if any of those things are broken or your power tools don't work, or even some of your small equipment, like a power washer, things like that. They can fix all that stuff. I'm just giving you the small stuff. They said, Lou, focus on the small stuff for a while. Okay, I'm focusing. They do big stuff. I'm just throw that in there. But they also say, we'll do a, like, they get that change. They, you know, Josh, uh, Josh James over there, he said he's a specialist. He's got all these cert, 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 uh what do they call it? certificates. On different chainsaws. And some of the big chainsaw operations, you know, that trim trees, so they'll have fifty chainsaws, right? And they'll bring a bunch of them in. Maybe they'll have a hundred chainsaws, but some of them are getting repaired all the time, getting to tune up, new chain, new this, new that, bolts missing, something, something. So I, I'd go in there some days and there's 20 chainsaws sitting there. I thought, man, all day, that's 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 a lot of chainsaws. And old Josh just knocks them right out, and gives them back, just good as new. Well, this is, I'm talking about all power services and they're over at 1469 Stewart road in Yuba city. That's right off highway 99. Really easy to get to no traffic go west on Stewart road, S T E W A R T Stewart. Go towards the buttes and just about a few blocks down. Boom. There you are. Orchards all around except this, uh, shop, big shop, all power services will take care of you. So, uh, I'm going to give you a couple phone numbers. Wills, you could phone or text 530-844-0347. Uh, once again, uh, 530-844-0347. That's Will Fanning, and he's the boss man over there. And uh, But if, if uh, you're anxious and you can't get through for some reason, you can call a new landline they just put in. 530 to add because to, they're busy 530 5100 again all 1469 stewart road all power services and uh, you know what i don't like is i don't like stuff in my garage that doesn't work i like to get stuff fixed even if it's a pair of pruning shears in the in the keep you know the keepers break where they come together or I'd like to keep them sharp and working. So I like it when tools, when you go out to do your job, it like makes it easy instead of make it hard. Okay? So all power services. Also, uh, if I got, my car has a problem, you know, if if I crash it or it has a body problem or something that's functioning like inside, some kind of a, some part of the, the, the physical nature of the vehicle, not the motor or the tranny. I take it to Alan's Auto Body, so I've had them work on put new headlight systems in and do some just like tune, you know, fix it, fix it up a little bit, right? Replace certain things that are just getting old and funky. And then I've had a little a couple of little ouchies, ouches, where it's backed into things. I needed to repair it. I like it over there because they're really nice people, and I trust them, and I feel comfortable with them. It's the, uh, it's the uh, Clark family, Kevin and Carrie, husband and wife, and then their two boys. They all work together there, and uh, they just treat me right, and they're, it's, it's easy. No pressure, no scamming, no hustle. It's just like, oh, okay, we got you. Let's look at this. Let's see what you need. We'll give you a quote. And you're, you're on your way. And then when they call you, it's just like a brand new vehicle. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. So Allen's Auto Body. It's really easy to find. It's in Yuba City on Sutter Street between 10th and 5th Street Bridge. And uh, I don't give you. The, I don't even worry about the number of the place. It's right at the cross street of Sutter and Tea Garden. And uh, you'll know it because it's bright, bright yellow, and that's the spot. It says Allen's Auto Body on it. Okay, that's it. We're going to go back and get into this, and uh, I told a little bit about the security. Ten members of the Shin Bet agency were killed in last week's surprise Hamas attack. They gave their lives. They said we 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 weren't prepared. We let down our guard. They caught the country off guard. Are you off guard sometimes? Do you let your guard down? I let my guard down when I trust people. You know, I try to trust people, and then they burn you. You know, like people like LaMalfa and Gallagher and all these politicians, they burn you. I mean, you you trust them, and then they burn you. Just like, oh, man, I hate it when that happens. I hate it when that happens. So these guys, I bet they're feeling bad. It's a Hebrew, it's a Hebrew security agency. The Shin bet feel bad for him, I like this so the chief Shin bet guy name is Ronan Barr. You know what he said? When's the last time you ever heard somebody say this that's in leadership in your life? a police police chief, you know we've had police chiefs kill kill their wives here. We can't even get prosecution. When's the last time you heard a real leader, a political leader say, as the one who heads the organization, this is what Roman Ronan Barr, he said, as the one who heads the organization, the responsibility for this is mine. No trying to clean it up, twist it. He says there will be a time for an investigation, but now is the time we are fighting. He says, despite a series of actions we carried out, unfortunately on Saturday we were unable to generate a sufficient warning that would allow the attack to be thwarted. They didn't pull off the warning. What about the guys over in Hawaii? Lahaina, or whatever they call that place. Um, Right? The big sirens for the hurricanes? The guy said, ah, I didn't want to do it. Just like, did anybody take responsibility over there? No one took any responsibility. They ripped these people off. They blew that city up. That was a setup. That was no act of nature, or as the insurance policies say, an act of God. If it's a tornado or something. That was an act of human beings, vicious, criminal human beings. With an electric charge, they blew those places up. I want, I want to say something to you about this, this Ben Shin Bet. He says this Says several hours before the attack on, on October 7th. The defense establishment identified unusual movement in the Gaza Strip. Let me tell you, if you think things are normal in America, you need to have a change of consciousness. Here's what, I, here's what I'm going to suggest for you to do. I want you, if you notice something that's unusual going on, take notice, baby. Don't blow it off and just say, oh, this is same old, same old. Uh-uh. The defense established, the establishment identified unusual movement in the Gaza Strip. That's over on the Hamas side. Leading to a late-night phone call between senior officials, but the signs were largely dismissed. That's what you call swinging and missing baby and that's your only job. you don't make cobblers you don't make pies you don't make donuts you don't cook ribeyes you are a killer and a preventer of killers and you swung and missed This writer says Biden's incompetent Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, last Sunday was a stuttering mess during an appearance on NBC's Meet the Press. Remember, NBC hates the U.S. They want the USSR. Kristen Welker, the host, asked him about the intelligence failures that led to the surprise Hamas attack against Israel. He couldn't answer it because he doesn't have the balls to answer it. He's a pussy. He doesn't, he he's the guy that the transgenders that want to make everybody you check him out. He's got a probably a vagina down there. He's been, he's, he's, he's had an operation or something. No testosterone. He's got to go borrow some from somebody. Have you seen the people Merrick Garland, Anthony Fauci. These people look like little rats. You see how their faces shaped? They look like rats to me. Caricatures. He's uh, Mossad chief, Efren Halevi. We had no warning of any kind, and it was a total surprise that the war broke out this morning. This is beyond imagination from our point of view. And we didn't know they had this quality of missiles. We certainly didn't expect that they would be effective as they were today. We didn't have an inkling of what was going on. These people in Israel, they have become like the United States. They have become soft. They have become pussies. They like the silk pants. And the, and the, uh, the contractor Shinbet. At least that guy showed the the only cojones of the group saying this is my fault. Blinken says this is an attack I don't think anyone saw coming. So Walker says, So it's in a failure on your part, right? Nobody wants to take responsibility anymore for anything. Do you notice that? You not take it could be police officers, firefighters, it doesn't matter in government. Nobody will take responsibility for anything. It, it shows no class, no character. It, that's what I see in, in McCarthy. McCarthy is a broken person. He's made it to the pinnacle, almost to the White House. And he's a broken man. He's flawed. He's flawed. He just completely flawed. I can't believe it. It's just crazy. All right. Did you know uh, you can go to jail and not really commit a crime? The judge I told last week, I don't know whether I have the name of the guy I to look it up. I was going to look it up and add it in, but Stalin had a, a henchman that used to assassinate people for him that got in his way. And uh, I think his last name was Berea, B-E-R-I-A, unusual first name, Russian first name. And uh, he said, show me the man and I'll find a crime to fit him. The United States of America's justice system has heralded as its core thought Innocent until proven guilty, even when somebody's picked up and you think, oh, the guy, he's he's guilty. But still the 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 uh, judicial system looked at him as innocent. And the the people of the state of California, people of the United States of America had to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that the person was guilty. Then they would uh, find him guilty and. Sentence him for whatever the problem was, right? According to the problem. Today, you'll see in what's happening with President Trump and many others. They they find him guilty, and then he's got to figure out how to way to prove his innocence. I'll give you another example. In the war in in with Hamas, you remember the hospital they're talking about that supposedly Israel hit? They never, it it wasn't a rocket. That was a, one of their enemy rockets. And they had proof to show it. And it didn't even hit the hospital, it hit nearby. But the bottom line is, Israel never shot that. That was Hamas, either their incompetence. Somebody said it was a rocket from Lebanon towards Israel. It was either their incompetence or they wanted to They don't care about killing their own people and making it look like Israel killed them. They want to get the United States and the world's sympathy on their side. So there's a guy named, uh, sorry, I'm uh, Owen Schroyer. Got an unusual name. First name is Owen. Last name is Schroyer. S-H-R-O-Y-E-R. Royer with an S-H on the front. Owen Schroyer is a journalist, a reporter. He works for InfoWars, who is hated by the establishment, including Republicans. Owen Schroyer was at January 6th. You know, there's no law against going to a protest I think we could get over that like Black Panthers, Antifa, BLM. They protest, burn down buildings, break windows, break into places. No problem. But if you go to a demonstration on January 6th showing your concern about the outcome of the election and how how it was changed— that makes you an insurrectionist because you don't automatically agree with what the state says. Our our Constitution pro- protects your free speech to complain about tyranny in the state. Did it say that people were going to just make it easy for you? Nope. So Schroyer was out there in some part of the opening. Looks like we went down and protested the covid mandates, the covid shutdowns. On the Capitol lawn, the Capitol lawn, I've I've eaten lunch out there before. I've roamed around there and checked out the beautiful landscaping before. No one ever bothered me. There was no rules on who can go on the Capitol grounds. It's like two blocks square, something like that. So we were down there protesting peacefully. Nobody was out of hand. They were pa- playing patriotic music, and they arrested a bunch of people. Some were my friends. They weren't doing anything wrong, and they just contrived criminal behavior. One of them was they weren't standing six feet apart. One, they were trespassing on Capitol grounds. It was an, it's an open landscaped and grass area where you can go and sit with your honey and all that kind of stuff. So Owen Owen Schroyer was there that day. And he actually stood outside the Capitol on January 6th and warned Trump supporters. Hey, 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 I know there's FBI guys telling you to go in. They're undercover, but don't go in the building. He was telling them to do the right thing. Don't go in the building. He's frequently recorded speaking out against also the stolen 2020 election. So he's outspoken about don't go in the building. There's going to be a problem. And he's fully convinced that the 2020 election was rigged, which most people probably believe that as well. The Department of Justice prosecutors sought prison time against Owen Schroyer for his speech crimes, and the judge is sending him to jail. Tim Kelly sentenced Owen Schroer to sixty days in prison in September. He pled, after fighting for months and months and months and months and months, he finally pled guilty to a Class A misdemeanor of entering and remaining in a restricted building or grounds. In his case, it was grounds. He was initially charged eight months. They took eight months before they brought charges after January 6th. And uh, knew, after nearly two years of infighting, he said, hey, I'll just plead this. Let's just call it good. And they, they went ahead, and they're going to send that dude to prison. And all he did is make some statements. We'll be right back. I went
7: down to the river. And I took a look around. There were
2: When Trump came down the escalators at Trump Tower in 2015, the government had a meltdown. Because they were like, wait a second, we don't want him to be president. Trump's a unique threat to this entire parasitic organism we call the deep state. Trump does
1: not need the deep state. He doesn't need their money, and he's certainly not there to be famous. He was one of the most famous men in the world before.
4: If I'm elected president, we are going to drain
1: the swamp in Washington, D.C.
12: We'll see about that. You take on the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you.
1: But I think what's really convinced people, and we're actually the vast majority of Republicans now agree with what my father said, was when they discovered that the Patriot
11: Act and FISA and these secret courts were used against Donald Trump. I noticed the
6: police agencies, for example, aren't protecting Trump. Right. So when people say Trump is an authoritarian, I think to myself, wait a minute, what kind of an authoritarian is he when <laughs> his own FBI, right. his own DOJ, right. the police agencies are going after Trump, but they are rushing to surround and protect Biden from any kind of external scrutiny. So Trump isn't running the police state. In fact, he's running away from the police state. He's its main target. And now he's facing four criminal indictments with nearly a hundred charges. Today, an indictment was unsealed.
4: They don't go after the people that rigged the election. They go after the people that want to find out what the hell happened.
1: Police State. Tickets sold only on policestatefilm.net.
2: Tired of living in a red state? All the clean streets, American flags, safe neighborhoods, happy, healthy, unvaccinated families, rabies-free dogs, lack of monkeypox outbreaks? Well, do we have the place for you? Come on down to California! In California, everything is more expensive than in your state. But in return, it's also much, much worse. We traveled to the People's Park in Berkeley to see the California dream ourselves. In California, you can take over a park inside of a nice neighborhood for environmental reasons and then just leave garbage everywhere you go. Make everything filthy to save the environment. Burn plastic to save the environment. Turn an endangered tree into a filthy dumpster treehouse to save the environment. That's progress bad economy got you down skyrocketing mortgage prices just camp in public you can sleep right here under the stars don't worry about sky high inflation in california you don't need to work at all you can just do drugs all day and wander around screaming at people you don't even need to pay for food how delicious look a free library you can read these books on this sofa you should let your kids sit here if you have kids they can play on swing sets just like this the only trick is don't wake up the tweaking sleeping method you don't need a house to go to the bathroom in california you can go right here or anywhere this guy was peeing in his garden right before he came over to talk to us Yuck! You can even poop in your own pants and then leave your poopy pants in the street! Free speech is welcome in California as long as you're saying exactly what the communists want you to say, like death to America, go vegan, be white elsewhere, and shoot cops. Unless those are the cops here to help you after you've overdosed from fentanyl that came over your open borders. Borders are racist, so don't be a racist. Leave your red state and come on down to California. A state so great, it will make you your pants.
4: Alright, right, right, right. you bloody well right. You got a bloody right to say. Right, you bloody well right. You know you got a right to say. Ah, uh-huh, you bloody well right. Uh, yes, you know you're right to say. Yeah, yeah, you bloody well right. You know, you're right to 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 take.
6: All right, welcome back. I think, uh, I think this is our fifth segment. I think I'm keeping it. Keeping count, keeping track. Let me tell you about a project I do with my friend, Dr. Joe Cassidy. He used to be the health officer and used to be the doctor of the jail. We've been, been friends for 30 years or so. And he and I have been working on some projects together. We do a tattoo removal project on people that uh, have s- tats in the wrong spot. Being, they're inhibiting them getting a job or doing well in life. And so we do that project and we also do a project where we're working with addicts and doc is a specialist in addictive behavior and works in all kinds of addiction and uh, he can help you with it so he works over at Peachtree health part-time and i'm gonna give you three numbers i'm gonna give you their number his number his cell number and my cell number because we know if you're struggling with meth or or uh, opiates and you're withdrawing or you're having you're wanting to quit but you're struggling you're you know you're sick we can help you with that we can take the edge off we can help get you on some med- medication we can get you started and if you need some uh, get off the streets maybe you're living on the streets you want to get into a rehab a residential rehab get a bed get get uh, some meals in you and get stable and uh, start to enjoy life and reconnect with your family we can help you with all that so I'm going to give you the three numbers. First number is Peachtree Health. It's 530-749-3242. 749-3242. I hope everything goes right. Just ask for Doctor Cassidy. They say, "Oh well, can you can you uh, can we give you another doctor?" Say, "No, I I, I want to talk to him about addiction." And uh, they should give you an appointment. If there's some if there's any screw up or you can't get through for some reason, you can. Text him during the day, just text him one time during the day five three zero six eight two eight six four eight six eight two eight six four eight and just put your name, addiction and your phone number and if he he should call you probably before the end of the day he's seeing patients right so uh but if if you're really hurting and you're confused and you need some help and you And you've done all that and still no response just call me up you can call or text me at 530-713-1838 713-1838 and uh please leave a message you know i don't screen calls if i'm like when i'm doing this podcast i can't take a call so if if uh i will uh i will get you hooked up i'll help you get hooked up with the help you need with dr cassidy Okay, seven one three eighteen thirty eight, and I will I will be there for you and get you squared away. We want it. We we have a lot of our friends, many 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 friends, are uh, are clean now, and they got their lives back, and they got their families back, and they or they got a new family, they got jobs, they they're doing good, and they and they once upon a time were addicts, but they aren't now, so. Uh, give give us a call and give us a chance, right? Life isn't over. A lot of people uh, end up taking their life. They think there's no hope out of this. This is too strong. This is too tough. This is too gnarly of a stronghold. It isn't. I know it seems that way, but with help, there's people that we can help you and we'll help you get a jump on it and then work your way out of it. And uh, it's a process. I, I'm not saying it's it's like nothing. It's it's something. We're going to have to work out on it on. But it's worth working on. And there's people in your life that love you and want you to be well, particularly if you have children out there. they No matter how bad it gets, they, you're the only dad or only mom they have. So please give us a call. Okay, so I think that's the guys that we wanted to uh, focus on tonight. I want to mention to you that please go. I want to end the death tax uh I want to repeal the death tax, and what the death tax is in California we had used to have a thing the influence of prop thirteen and a couple of other propositions that uh helped us uh with our property taxes keep keeping them low and prop nineteen was passed in two thousand and twenty using deception and what that did is it allowed when say a a person died. And they wanted to give their property to their kids or their grandkids this prop nineteen now said that their property could be reassessed and maybe they maybe they've been pl- paying taxes at a very low rate to because uh, they they were under prop thirteen and it kept at a very low rate but then when they reassess it even after thirty years well the the taxes could make it unable for the people, the new people to own it, the heirs. That's why they call it the death tax. In other words, you're taxed on it normally, you got property taxes, you pay property taxes, you pay fire taxes, you pay all these taxes. But then just because you die, they want to tax you once more. That's why we call it the death tax. So the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association, HJTA dot org, if you go there and you look at repeal the death tax, You then can uh, click on that and they or you can and download the actual petition each petition just has two signatures on it so you can download it you could download and print it off a number of times or you could just copy it and uh, what you want is uh, you you know if there's five people in the home obviously you need a few petitions because each petition has two signatures so you need to fill that out they explain all the details there And tell you how to fill it out. And then you mail it back to them. And they have all the details on how to mail it back to them. We need to get this on the ballot for November 2024. And give the Californians a chance to take back their death tax. To repeal the death tax. So I want to encourage you to do that. It doesn't cost you anything to do it. You just go do it. And send it back to, them. you know, stamps are cheap compared. You're going to lose your loved ones may have to sell your property to pay off the taxes. Sell your business property, sell your personal property. It's a tragedy. It's communism, people. If you don't know anything about communism, you should read about it. That's are they're, they're making this a communist country one rule at a time, one rule at a time, one legislation at a time. One bill at a time. One regulation at a time. They're taking control of every part of our life. The other day, I just saw where they're now looking at going to charge you. Not only do you pay gasoline and you pay tax on your car every year. And you pay gasoline tax as you purchase it. And you pay tax on every part on that car if you have to replace any part. Then they are now going to want to charge keep track of your odometer and charge you so much a mile to drive on our roadways. Listen, people, unless you take a stand, you think, Oh, it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. Votings. Yes, it does. And the reason we're in the shape we're in is because you don't vote. You don't stand up. Our founding fathers knew that people were going to have to fight for their rights. Nobody's given rights out for free. Just a thought. Just a thought. Uh, Okay, okay. I'm just, I'm going down here. So anyway, uh, Judge Tim Kelly, he's a spineless guy. Uh, So Royer is going to have to go into prison and serve. He should be getting, so Owen stood outside the U.S. Capitol and warned people about going into the Capitol. They knew it was a setup. They knew it was set up by the CIA and the FBI. Our own people entrapped people into that. They took a demonstration and went in and, and caused a stir-up, and then led them into the Capitol and created a disturbance, and then arrested them. You understand? The FBI does this all the time. This is not a new technique. The CIA and FBI. They create a crisis, and they then blame it on a bunch of people. And they're the ones that started the whole thing. Instead of being awarded medals for their action that day, the regime arrested Owen months later on just bogus charges. This is is Joseph Stalin of the United Soviet Socialist Republic technique. You find a guy that you want to get off the streets or you want to you want to uh, carpet bomb him and you find some kind of a charge that you can create and find a judge that will agree with you. And then you body slam him. That's what he did. Owen Schroyer is a Trump supporter. And in this country, you're going to pay dearly for being a Trump supporter if you're living in the wrong part of the country. So he's got to turn himself in. Tim Kelly denied Schroyer's uh, plea for an appeal. So I got a bunch of information on him. Oh, did you notice that 31 stores in California are on the right aid closure list? You ever gone to a right aid? We have one in Yuba City. I think we have one in uh, Oliverst. We have two. We have one in Yuba County, one in Sutter County. Maybe we have two in Sutter County. We have 31 stores in California. Now let me tell you what this is about. They say right aid is struggling They're, They have a restructuring plan. I don't know a lot of the details about it. <coughs> I've never been into a right, right aid. I don't have a right aid near me. And I just kind of go to the people near me. And, um, uh, I think some of this has to do with uh, the fact that there is rampant lawlessness and people are stealing stores blind. So they've marked 31 stores throughout the United States in California. Of Those in in the United States, 31 are in California that are going to be closed. Some have already closed. And, of course, I went down immediately to look at which ones were in my counties, right? Because it lists L.A. County and all the addresses, and Orange County, all the addresses, Inland County, north of L.A., San Diego County. And then it got to Northern California. I thought, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Uh-oh. And they didn't have any in Northern California in our counties. The closest was Fulton Avenue in Sacramento, which is about 45 minutes from here. This is bad news, people. You know something? We have lots of pharmacies in California. You know why? Because we have 40 million people here. And almost all of them are on some kind of medication. Prescription st- style. That me- That's a big business for pharmacies. Don't you agree? But when people start fleeing California by the millions, it's not by thousands, it's by the millions You know, a lot of my friends have left. I went to church with or worked with on various projects over the years. Nonprofits and went overseas with. They have they've gone to all kinds of states. They've left California because of California. California ran them out. Those people are not buying any medications in California. You get my point? They took their prescriptions to some other doc in some other state. That's a huge loss. You can't sustain the same number of pharmacies when your population goes down. It's the population. The, the claim is, you know, we lost a congressional seat because of the population reduction. They say there's so many people leaving California. We're going to lose a couple more seats. I think a, a seat is worth what several hundred thousand people. We're going to lose some seats because people are leaving they're voting with their feet. They can't vote to make a change. they wish they pray, they vote, they pay their taxes. they said we're done. We only have one life to live. We only have one set of kids to live we don't want We don't want pervert teachers teaching our kids. We don't want our teachers telling our boys, "I think you're a girl. We've got a dress over here. we could put you in it." You're not going to be Joe, you're going to be Joey. This is how to put on a condom. This is how to have sex. This is how to have sex if you're a gay person. People just say, I'm I'm not going to fight this. I'm going to move over here. Where that problem isn't a problem yet. Every time they move what do you think a prescri- what do you think a family's worth to a, a drug store in 1 year Some of you people's got kids and you're getting antibiotics and some of you are on heart medicine or high blood pressure medicine and you're on all kinds of stuff Birth control pills maybe how much you think you spend or your insurance spends in 1 year on medications Man when you move a million people out of here Not you can't you can't sustain all these right aids. And same thing's going to happen with Walgreens. Walgreens just, you know, I think it was 17 Walgreens left San Francisco because they just got stolen blind, as they say. So this says in uh, L.A. County, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten in L.A. County. And in Orange County, there's one, two, three, four, five, six. In Orange County, Inland Empire, two, north of LA, two. San Diego County, one, two, three, four. Though in California, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, so that's that. You know, the legislature in California. When you, you know you're in a communist country where every single year they pass nearly 1,000 new laws to tell you how you need to live. Oh, you can't, you know, you can't, uh, you can't have your own well anymore. We're not going to do any more wells. There's a moratorium on putting a well down. You can't wash your car. You can't have a car wash for the cheerleading team to support them. You can't water your lawn. You can't have lawn. You, got, you, you can only paint your house these colors. Just mingling with your life. I purposely violate every type of stupid rule I can. California now has adopted an anti-body shaming policy as half its kids, 5 to 11, are overweight. This is shameful, people. Those kids are Obese. They're fat. They need to be called fat. Hey, fatso. Hey, lardass. They need They need to hear it ain't proper to be that big. It's going to kill them. You know, you know, it's the same kind of concept of us leaving our fentanyl addicts and meth addicts sleeping under a bush with poop in their pants and sores on their face. That same philosophy is to let these kids weigh two and three times what they should. And just look pitiful. They're a lard ass is what they are. We used to call them a lard ass. Could they lose the weight? Could they look like mu- Muscle Beach? Yep, they could. Unless they're coddled by a bunch of idiots. Like like this California body shaming. I'll body shame them. I'm body shaming them right now. And I'm feeling good about it. You know why? Because they're going to kill themselves. It's suicide don't you think it's, you know, I've had some of my friends save people from killing themselves. Numbers of times when I was a chaplain, out on scenes, they're jumping from an overpass. They're jumping from the East Street Bridge. They're going to shoot themselves in the head. My friends, people work in law enforcement and probation and fire. They're, her- they're heroes. They stop people from shooting themselves. There's no different people doing heroin. Inf- I had a gal call me the other day, said, Lou, I need I need two doses, two prescriptions of uh, Narcan. I said, yeah, OK, come by and get them. I said, what's up? She said, oh, my friend, her daughter is using fentanyl every day, all day. And they want to keep Narcan at each home where she frequents in case she overdoses. Listen, people, we're allowing people to kill themselves with food. And narcotics, and not doing a thing about it. Have you seen photos? Well, I love these photos. They're old photos of the 1940s, 50s, 60s, right? No fat people. Beach is loaded with people. You don't see people all cut and with all muscly, the super gym muscles. You just see people that are slim. The women are slim. The guys are slim. What happened? I'm not going to go into a big food talk, but I'm telling you, we need to deal with this fats thing. We're going to be right back.
1: start waking up from the hypnotic trance of the official lie. The word they is often used to lay blame on the perpetrators. This is usually followed by the question, who are they? According to ancient history, religion, mythology, and occult tradition, they are not human, and they have been manipulating humanity from the shadows for millennia. The Gods of Eden by William Bramley does an excellent job of tracing this back through all of recorded history. But let's just start from the late 19th century. Just over a century ago, it was known that giants with red hair and double rows of teeth once inhabited America. These nine foot tall giants were written about casually in 1874 by Abraham Lincoln. A few years later, the Smithsonian Institute began confiscating giant mummies and skeletons by the thousands. In 1886, the exclusive Jekyll Island Club was founded and built upon an ancient burial site of the Timukua tribe, who were said to be giants. In 1910, the Federal Reserve Banking Conspiracy was hatched on Jekyll Island between the Rothschild banking dynasty and the Rockefeller family whose cabin there was known as Mound Cottage, and said to have been built upon a sacrificial altar. These powerful families worked together to hide the truth of our mysterious past, and they built a modern society with poison to keep us dumb, and lies to keep us confused. The Rothschild dynasty and the Federal Reserve banking system funded all sides of the First and Second World Wars which paved the way for the creation of the United Nations in 1945. Funded by the Rockefellers, the UN was the beginning of today's de facto world government. The Nuremberg trials resulted with only 12 sentenced to death and seven sent to prison. The majority were allowed to professionally continue their criminal activities. Nazis who were tried for medical experiments involving cruelty and murder were later brought into Big Pharma through Operation Paperclip, and an entire team of Nazi rocket scientists were brought in to start NASA. While the Nuremberg trials may have been mostly theater, they had their revelations. It was revealed that the Nazi eugenics program stemmed from organizations in America funded by the Rockefeller Foundation and its offshoots and it was revealed that many high-ranking Nazis believed they were in contact with an alien race known as the Aryans, the same mythical race that allegedly created Hinduism as it is known today. While many Hindu scholars dismissed the claim, the Nazis believed it. It is why they adopted the popular Hindu swastika. They also studied the Vedas and their most classified project, the bell, had the same design as the Vamana spacecraft described in these ancient texts. In 1971, a young Klaus Schwab, son of a Nazi nuclear scientist, was placed as the head of what is now known as the World Economic Forum by his mentor, Henry Kissinger. In 1974, Rockefeller protege, Henry Kissinger, wrote National Security Memorandum 200 for the United Nations, This is popularly known as the Kissinger Report and is one of the foundational documents of the depopulation agenda unfolding today, with Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum acting as the tip of the spear. And so who are they? Several will say it's the Rothschild family, but they seem to work for the crown. Others argue that the Vatican holds more sway. Many people insist it's the Jesuits, and some swear it's the Jews. According to occult records, a character named Sanat Kumara rules over the world from inside the earth, along with a group known as the Great White Brotherhood, seven in total. Helena Blavatsky says these seven Kumaras are the same as the seven Dianis, the seven archangels, and the seven Elohim, the seven representing the seven sisters also known as the Pleiades Star Cluster. NASA, which was started by Nazis, Freemasons, and Satanists, has been obsessed with both Pleiades and Orion ever since the Apollo moon missions. According to hundreds of alien abductees, that is where most aliens claim to be from. Two different factions, one to help liberate humanity and the other to enslave us. It is the oldest story on Earth good versus evil, the darkness and the light, the white hats and the black hats. It is a struggle within each one of us and is unfolding in the world around us for all to see. A more beneficial inquiry might be, who am I? But either way, do not be surprised if the fake alien invasion features real aliens. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese.
12: It was a difficult week, very depressing week, I'm sure you saw. Hamas, the terrorist group that runs Ga- Gaza, um, broken Israel, killed over 1,300 people, men, women, and children, and then the college kids in America. What is going on? 34 uh, Harvard st- uh, Association student associations signed a letter that basically threw their lot in with the killers, uh, but there was a backlash because some CEOs said when these kids now go for a job, they're going to be blacklisted. And... And then there's the Democratic Socialists of America. I didn't really, wasn't aware of these people, but uh, they exist. And I, I'm not sure I'm with, with them. Uh, the Connecticut chapter uh, put out a statement. They said, no peace on stolen land. Uh, this is from Connecticut. <laughs> By the way, it's not stolen land. Okay. Yes. And then I, I heard about this other person I was not aware of before. Porn star Mia Khalifa uh, also rejoiced in the killing. I wonder if you know this Mia, that if you tried to practice your trade in Gaza, I'm not sure they would give you a warm welcome. Uh, No, they would, because you'd be on fire, you nitwit. (laughs)
6: there's another uh um, I was going to mention I I was talking to you about the uh Sutter County fire tax uh there's an initiative there's a petition going around with an initiative to put it on the ballot in 2024 sometime during that time and and the uh the people the citizens have done this because the supervisors are irresponsible. They want they want a county fire department and they're willing to pay for it. So there's already a parcel tax. So their their effort is to re, to repeal that parcel tax and make a new parcel tax that is increased over the last one because it didn't have any inflation factors in it and also a lot of people through politicking got themselves out of the. Uh, the parcel tax. Some people ended up getting it for free. So uh, if you want to sign that, you're out in Sutter County and you want a fire department with some paid personnel, you can sign that petition and I'm going to give you a phone number for Liz Cervantes at 530-632-6195. You can actually get your neighbors to sign as well, but she'll get them to you. 530-632-6195, and that'll put it on the ballot so folks can vote on whether they want to repeal and uh, have a new parcel tax and fully fund the fire department. If if it doesn't get on the ballot or if it gets on the ballot and loses— You're not going to have a fire department like you have today. You're just not going to have it. So if you lollygag around, uh, your insurance, if you own property out there, your insurance costs are going to go way up, baby. Nobody's going to insure uh, places that are out in the boondocks for the same amount of money as when they had fire, fire service. That ain't going to happen. That just is not going to happen. And that's going uh, going to cause a negative effect on your property. So uh, I'll leave that up to you. And also, if you go to Reform California, is it reformcalifornia.com or .org? Reform California. Hold on here. Let me just put this in here and see if it works. Reform California. It says reformcalifornia.org. Yeah, ReformCalifornia.org. If you reform, go to ReformCalifornia.org, you're a Californian, or you have property here, right? Actually, you're going to need to be a voter here. You may own property here and not be a voter here. So if if you're a voter, or you can register to vote, go to ReformCalifornia.org and, and look for initiatives, and, list, and then look for initiatives for electing, election initiatives to change the way we vote and that's another petition that they want us to sign to get that on the ballot which means we would vote all on one day I think paper ballots Uh, we, we the elections here you might not think about this but the elections are being stolen through the electronics of the voting machines and the tabulation systems yeah, there's cheaters out there that vote twice or they they can they find a ballot with somebody else's name on it, they check it off, sign it and send it in. That happens. The big steal is happening through technology. And the Secretary of State thinks you're stupid enough, still stupid enough to believe that it really doesn't uh amount it really doesn't happen, and you know, remember they told you that the Dominion machines are not connected to the internet. People actually believe that. It's hilarious, hilarious. They, this I, I was saddened because some of the people I really liked are, that are county election clerks tried to support Dominion and made amazingly supportive statements of them, and they just didn't know what they're talking about because they were older and they didn't know about technology, and they didn't know what was possible. I mean, just an average high school kid could hack a Dominion voting machine. It was just—it's not a complicated machine. And so our, our politicians have found it easier just to make excuses and pretend that everything is okay and nothing's okay. And our election clerks just go along because the Secretary of State says, you're good with us, baby. You know, they don't serve the secretary of state. The elections clerks are voted in and are supposed to be responsive to constituents. If the constituents say we're concerned about the veracity or the truthfulness or honesty of the election, the election clerk should stop, think about it, and do something about it to satisfy them, not just go on and say everything's all right here, nothing to see here. You get it? So, uh you can make a difference by just signing some petitions. You know, some of you aren't willing to do anything about anything. I hope you don't have any complaining bones in your body because you're going to get your butt whipped over this thing. You're going to lose everything. Some of you are staying in California like I am because it's easier to stay here than leave, and I think for me, I think God wants me here for other purposes. But a lot of you aren't serving God. And this isn't a Christian programming so much. I don't get on here and talk a lot out of the Bible unless it pertains to the topic I'm talking about. But if you don't serve God, I don't know what you're staying around here unless you're just stuck in a house. You're stuck in a mortgage or something. This is going to get rough here. It's going to get rough here. It's going to get way expensive here. And there's going to be shortages of food here. And because it sounds strange to you, you don't think it's true. But just because things sound bizarre and strange, I've been, the last few few days, I've been looking at the book of Revelation. You ever read it? Pretty bizarre. If anything in the book of Revelation happens, like they say it's going to happen, baby, you better get your house in order. Somebody said the other day, "Oh, I don't know. It's pretty far out what it says there. It says in one place when they opened the fourth seal, a quarter of the of a quarter of the earth's population died. What would that mean today? Well, some people believe there's eight billion people in the world, so a quarter of eight billion would be two billion people died. Do you know that many people are saying?" that more than a million people, maybe up to two million people have already died from the jab. Did you, did you think that they were going to put that headlines on the newspaper or put that on a billboard? Did you, you think they're going to brag about killing off 2 billion people, miscarriages, all kinds of stuff. Well, just something to think about. And, uh, if you want to check some some truths out, what's going on in the country that you're not going to get on mainstream media, you should go to uh, freedomco dot net. I'm just looking at this. Uh, I was I was talking to a kid at Juvenile. I was going to do some other. I got a lot of good things to talk about, but I i was talking to a kid that i i just when i met him i liked him i just you know how you meet people and you just think i like this guy i liked the way he talked i liked the way he came across he was respectful he was a nice guy he's locked up at juvenile hall not going to tell you his name that's improper he's 17 he's pushing to 8 getting pretty close to 18 he's in trouble and uh I said, I said, okay, okay. How are you doing in school? He said, Oh, I'm way behind. Like I'm behind big time. And I says, Can you read? He said, Oh yeah, I like to read. Can you do math? I said, Yeah, I can do math. I said, How'd you get behind? He said, COVID. I said, Tell me about that. He said, Oh well, he said, you know, you had to have a computer and you had to be on, you know, do the class online. He said, I just couldn't do that. I just. I just couldn't connect. I couldn't make it happen. Interesting, right? So this article about fat shaming, I call it fat shaming, calling people a lard ass, straighten up, quit, quit eating all that sugar. You're not going to eat between meals. Get some discipline, right? According to the latest 2023 Kids Count Report by Annie E. Casey Foundation in the State of Childhood Obesity, The percentage of California 10 to 17 year olds who are overweight or obese lurched from 31% in 2018-19 to 35% in 2020-21. What happened then? COVID. Kids just sat around. Why'd they just sit around? Because you told them you couldn't leave the house. Couldn't go get exercise. Couldn't do jack. They were trying to arrest people going fishing here, for goodness sakes. Half of half of the 35% are considered extremely obese. That's shameful. That is shameful. However, reports from some experts suggest that federal data does not capture the enormity of the situation. According to wide-ranging study of Southern California children who were patients of Kaiser Permanente, which forced people to take the jab, killed them, They're getting sued over that. Nurses, forcing nurses to take the jab. Uh, The percentage of children 5 to 11 who are overweight or obese increased from 36.2 in 2019 to 45.7%. Studies, listen to this. Listen, listen, listen. Studies suggest that. Do you think that county health officer is going to take any responsibility for this? Studies suggest declines in independent childhood activity. What is that? What is that? That's like when I was growing up, uh, we just went out for the day, and they trusted that you were just going to make a good day of it and not kill yourself. You may say we're going down to the uh, gym, we're going to the ball field, we're going fishing, we're going hunting. We're, I'm going over to David's house, right? They call it free play activity away from your parents. It's very healthy. You have to sort out things. You have to, when you get cross with each other, you have to sort out the issues, right? It says studies suggest it declines in independent childhood activity, such as free play and recess. Remember recess? Loved recess. We didn't have to take all this dope ADHD stuff. We burned it off, man. Went out there, tackled each other, knocked each other to the ground. The lack of free play and recess is responsible for both children's rapidly declining mental and physical health. Have you ever seen any, seen any kids killing themselves? Lots of kids kill themselves around here, California. Lots of them hang themselves, lay down in front of a train, do an overdose, shoot themselves. I think at my first funeral all I ever did was for a little 14 year old boy, shot himself. You know what his crime was? He, caught, he was caught with having a marijuana cigarette at Marisol High School. Went home, caught, was so upset about it, getting kicked out of school as a freshman. He went home, took his dad's 38, shot himself in the head. My friends who lived next door went and cleaned up all the brain matter and cleaned up the bath, bedroom so the parents wouldn't have to deal with it. Rapidly declining mental and physical health and social-emotional development. The lack of recess, did you think they're they're going to have to pass laws now to make schools have recess, more recess? They just said, oh, we'll just skip recess. Oh, we'll just skip physical education. (laughs) And then you got people that look like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Gals that butt so wide you can't even get them through a normal door. They got to go through sideways. Big bubble butts meteorites stuck on the back of them. People weighing weighing 200 pounds. Crazy. Blame it on the stinking little phones. Where are the parents feeding them all this sugar? You know, I, I did a talk about, uh, you know, when we ran out of Biden, Biden, you know, they manage it. We have a communist country now. Why is it? Why do people complain to the president of the United States when there's a shortage of a baby formula? I thought we were capitalist country with independent businesses that provided the, 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 uh, foods that go on our shelves. Do you think the government's in charge of the rice, the potatoes, the lettuce, the carrots, the sodas? But when we're short of, uh, formula it's interesting we we complained to the federal government. I thought, well why don't we just have some competitors, new boys on the block, fire up and make their own formula and provide for the formula? You know why because the the government has created a government handout out of the formula called wIC women and infant and children it's a government handout it's welfare, and so the big Formula people get an automatic profit from getting the contract with the uh with the government. What do you think happens to the competitors of other formulas? They don't do so good because when they when they get off wick, what do you think the kid wants? Do you think he wants Brand X or he wants the one the government's been giving him? He wants to go he gets the flavor. What do you like? You want Coke or Pepsi? You get the one that you're used to, that you like. You got your favorites of all kinds of stuff. So the little kid who isn't getting his breast milk thinks mom is a baby bottle. And basically, did you, I checked the label. You ever checked the label on Infamil? It looks like a chocolate cake. It looks like a chocolate cake Uh. product list on the back. Loaded with sugar. No wonder the kid just wants to suck on that all day, all day, all day, and for the rest of his life. The kid looks like the Michelin man. He's got so many rolls of fat. Totally horrible. So basically the government runs the formula system now. So now we have to have Pass laws to tell people to have recess. So now the schools say, oh, we got to have recess because they said to. They don't even talk about the fact that it's healthy or they're trying to tell people don't touch, don't kiss. People chase boys, chase girls, girls chase boys in those elementary campuses. What did they do? They burned off all kinds of energy. We're worried about the fact that somebody kisses somebody instead of being happy that they're running and burning off all that fat that you've been feeding them at home. We no wonder kids killed themselves at home. They, I, we isolated them. That ain't recess. When you hold a kid in a room, that's called putting them in like jail. Do you know that kids in juvenile hall uh, are not happy? I've never had, there's a few kids I met that are happy in juvenile hall. Because it was so rough on them out on the streets. They got three hots and a cot. Somebody cared about them, got them up in the morning, took them to get a shower. And even though it was restrictive and they were in a lockdown facility, uh, it was relatively safe. And uh, they knew what was happening. And the next day they went to school. Uh, You know, they liked it. But most kids, even if they're screwing up, do not like to be locked up in juvenile hall. They tolerate it. And they they give them a lot of time, face time with each other, so it isn't like they're totally isolated. But people are not healthy when they're isolated. I just got a little over a minute left, and uh, I don't really have time to deal with some of these other chewy issues. So I'm trying to think, Kelsey, I told you about the three different petitions that you should sign. If any of you are in the Yuba-Sutter area and you want to get involved in some activism, you want to try to make a difference, uh, reach out to me at 530-713-1838. That's my cell number. You can just text me and say you'd like to talk about that. And uh, we meet on uh, the 1st and 3rd. Wednesday of the month from 5 to seven thirty. so excuse me five thir- we meet from five thirty to 7 and uh so it might be something you're interested in and you might be able to make a real difference so if you're uh if you want to help from your home and you can't get out very much we could you know we could do a lot of things you, you know we'll, we'll work around you so we're about coming to come an end so thank you for uh listening this week and this is again episode 238 and it'll come up on 10 21 23 have
3: a good
4: day I see trees of green red, red. skies are blue, and clouds of white, the bright blessed day, and the dark sacred night, and I think to myself, what a wonder.